KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy. There's a lot to talk about as we all head into the July 4th long holiday weekend. And let's chat with economist David Fiorenza. The second quarter, from a time standpoint, is officially in the books. We won't get the second quarter GDP numbers for a while here, but uh, I think it was the Atlanta Fed. They have this GDP now measure, uh, and right now it says uh, second quarter output contracted by 1%. That would not be good. And you put that on the first quarter, which was down 1.6%. And I guess we're the text that would be the textbook definition of a recession. Uh, but uh, what do you think about that? You think that's pretty close to on point? That's the textbook definition for uh, what we consider to be a recession. Two consecutive quarters declining in a negative position. And I, as you know, I like to always look at things from both sides. Uh, the Fed of St. Louis, as well as Atlanta, you are correct, are both showing a negative 1%. But that's not as bad as the first quarter when that's at about 1.6% in that range. And I still say it's a lot better than the second quarter of 2020 when we were down negative 32.1%. I think we've come a long way. We need to pat ourselves on the back when it comes to getting getting out of that pandemic, even though lots of money has been poured into the economy. If we're in a recession, it's a soft recession. I think we're going to come out of it really quick. Let's talk a little bit about as I mentioned, the second quarter officially in the book. So we're halfway through 2022, and that's amazing just from a how fast time goes by. But what would you, you know, we talk about GDP, but we're, we're worried about that. But the first half of 2022, dynamic employment numbers, the labor market is is red hot. I mean, stocks have been down. It's been a wild ride in, in the market. Uh, how would you kind of classify the first half of 2022 from an economic standpoint? Well, Matt, well, we know there's inflation. We know the stock market is like a roller coaster. You're going to see it to Jersey Shore. Uh, it comes and goes and trends. I'm going to look at some of the positives that the unemployment rate is actually lower in 385 of the 389 metropolitan areas in the United States, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's only been higher in two areas and unchanged in two uh, from a year ago, which shows me it's a tight, tight labor market. It's still a tight labor market. People are employed, and that's a good thing. When you had that kind of employment, of 3.6%, that actually means you are going to see some inflation. Uh, I don't know what the summer months are going to bring. I think once we see second quarter business profits and the reports from the business, that could go south or it could go up. We'll have to wait and see. Talking about unemployment, the first time filings uh, for last week for jobless claims, 231,000 down a little bit from the week before maybe a little bit more. And when I say a little bit, like a thousand more than people thought. Uh, but once again, we we're in a, it's been remarkably steady. You know, it goes up a few thousand, goes down a few thousand, but we've been about the same level for a long time now. We have. And for the government to add for all U.S. employers, 390,000 jobs in May, that's really good. Now, some of those are college 
graduates coming out of graduate school, undergraduate school, nursing industry, and also it's people for summer jobs. Um, but still, I don't think they've seen a lot of layoffs at this point. Now, maybe some sectors have seen layoffs. Uh, jobless claim applications are lower than what they were. Uh, if you take a look at the jobless benefits for the week ending June 18th, we're down 3,000 people from the previous, and we're still at a 50-year low when it comes to that. So there is still good job security and good wage gains. We don't see the wage gains because it's been eaten up by inflation. Speaking of inflation, what are you seeing on that front? We talked a few months ago. It looked like it might have been peaking. Then it was like, eh, now you kind of get to feel like it's cooling off a little bit, at least some of the things I've read. Uh, where are you on that? Well, some things are are cooling off. And I know people don't like me saying this, but gasoline prices have come down at least 13 to 15 cents a gallon in the last week or two, which traditionally you would see gasoline prices going up into this great uh, July 4th holiday weekend. Uh, you know, we're down below the $5 a gallon. You're still seeing a lot of those products, vegetables, fruits, petroleum, fuel, butter, salt, dairy products that are still high, kerosene, diesel. But you're also seeing some other products that aren't as high. So what I call the headline inflation is only around 4%. That's what in excludes all of our energy and food prices because energy and food is so volatile. So with all the talk about inflation, uh, the Federal Reserve set to meet later this month, still a few weeks away. But, uh, you know, last time they met, they went up three quarters of a percent. And it seems a lot of people think that's what we're going to see in, in July. Obviously, that's to be determined, because if you remember, everybody thought it was going to be half a percent, half a point last time. And then it wasn't until about the week leading up to the meeting that people thought three quarters of a of a point was possible. What do you see if you had to predict right now? Uh, what do you see happening at that meeting late this month? Well, I'm seeing the fact that a lot of people are uh, on the outside uh, and TV and cable news are actually pushing Jerome Powell for a 1% increase. And I hope he doesn't listen to all of them. He's actually in his last press conference saying 50 basis points or 75. I hope he ends up at 75. Um, I think he's going to really look at this month uh, and see what happens now. Traditionally in July, lots of travel. People travel plans, but by air, by rail, uh, by even by car, there's going to be lots of money being spent. If he sees another estimate of GDP cooling down, saying, well, GDP, maybe it's not going to be a negative one, maybe it's closer to, to zero, then he may think about 50 basis points. But if he sees the estimates from the, from the St. Louis Fed and also from the Atlanta Fed and other ones like Philadelphia being more than 1% negative, then I think he's going to jump up to 75 basis points or even one percent uh we'll wait, wait and see so as we're recording this it is july 1st and we are headed into the holiday weekend uh it's kind of the second big uh flag in the sand for the jersey shore after memorial day weekend uh and it seems to me all signs point to it being uh, quite robust down the shore Oh, it is. Uh, the employment numbers are pretty good down there. Uh, still be patient because a lot of places have not opened up 100% for dinner. A lot of places have said, well, you know what? I could do just as good by doing takeout and, and doing all the services like delivery from Grubhub, DoorDash, and even have their own employees do that as, as well. In some places, uh, the larger places are opening up their restaurants inside and outside. The beaches will be crowded. I'm happy to hear that most of the unions have solved their issues at the Atlantic 
Atlantic City gambling except for the Hard Rock Cafe. We may, we may have to call in like a super rock group to go in there like Aerosmith or Cheap Trick and settle those contracts for the Hard Rock Cafe. But I am happy about that because people traditionally spend a lot of time and effort down to shore from Thursday through next Tuesday. Philadelphia's budget is passed. Anything you, you've seen out of that that jumps out of you? Sure. I've, I've seen that. the Well, we already know the wage tax is usually the largest generator for the city of Philadelphia. We're actually seeing that a household that earns $50,000 a year could save $25 in wage taxes. It's not a lot, however, uh, but it's a, it's a start in the right direction. And it's also the Mayor Kenny has looked at the business income tax that they have, the gross receipts tax, and is lowering that too as well. Now, with that being said, you had almost every member of city council voting for tax decreases because uh, come the recess when that's over uh, in mid-July, they're all going to throw their hat into the ring for mayor. So they want to they want to be able to campaign and say, we lower taxes. It's a $5.8 billion budget. That's a big, big budget. Uh, and they're still looking at the fact that they have lots of pandemic relief money somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of $335 million. Several departments, police, the library uh, have seen their spending rise because of fuel costs and other kinds of uh, costs, too, as well. So the city council has tried to pump as much money into all those departments as well. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.